Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan of Dallas. I am joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. And he is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian Broaddus, how are you today, sir? I am doing well, Robert. Thank you very much. And uh, yes, uh, you uh, you hear the voice also of uh, mentioned Bobby Belt. I always thought to talk about you, brag on you a little bit, Bobby. You say you are the insider. You do a great job of that. You do also have a show with Sean and RJ, 532-10, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, again, co-host of The Draft Show and soon to be award winner of uh, the host of Love of the Star. So always happy to be with you, Robert. Exactly. We're, we'll get our award soon enough. I, I don't know what award it will be exactly, but we're going to have an award. We're going to make up an award for something. We're, for the best fans, the best show fans. That's the yeah. Award. No, you know what? You're right about that. You're absolutely right about that. You know the the, the fans who listen to this show on a uh, when we when we put it out, the numbers and stuff. We can't thank you guys enough for everything you've done for me and Bobby. It it really it's one of the best things. I I love doing this show. I love doing the show with you, Bobby and. And and I'm just glad that the fans appreciate it as well. I I do too. I, it's a it's always a good time doing this. And today we are going to continue our roster inventory. So taking a look at where the Cowboys roster stands as we get closer to training camp. Uh, next segment we're going to dive into some of the guys that could be breakout candidates this year for the Cowboys. Maybe some guys that have a shot to regress, but. Brian, as we take a look at this roster inventory, we've already done the backfield. We did quarterbacks and running backs. Last episode, we did pass catchers, so we touched on the receivers and the tight ends. Today, we will take a look at the offensive line, which depending on you know how varied it is, there, there's always the initial 53. That's what people tend to call it these days instead of the final 53. Um, but generally, 9, 10, something like that is the, the number of offensive linemen that the team carries. Uh, you know, in the last decade, I think they've carried as many as 11, uh, which is a really high number. And then they've carried as few as eight before. Um, but as we look at this, let's probably operate from the assumption that it's going to be nine. And then if they need an extra one, 10. Um, but let's look at how this all breaks out. So currently on the roster, uh, the Cowboys have 15 offensive linemen. And so I'll run through those names really quickly. Awesome Richards, Tyler Smith. Alex Taylor, Matt Willetsko, Josh Ball, Earl Bostick, Tyron Smith, Terrence Steele, TJ Bass, Chuma Idoga, Matt Farniak, uh, Zach Martin, Tyler Biotish, Brock Hoffman, Alec Lindstrom. So as we take a look at this group, there are a few slam dunks, obviously. Tyler Smith is on this football team. Uh, Tyron Smith and Terrence Steele are on this football team. Um, you know, Zach Martin is on this football team. Tyler Biotish is on this football team. Those are your, your five right up front. So that's half of the list right there. So let's kind of, uh, before we work down into who else makes the rest of the roster, those, those five names we just listed, if you talk about putting the best five out there, the fact that those five feel like the slam dunk, is that the starting offensive line, and we just don't know what spot each of those guys is going to play yet? Tyler Smith, Tyron Smith, Terrence Steele, Zach Martin, and Tyler Biotish? Yeah, I think you're on to something there, Bobby. Uh, we, you know, I don't, I don't know if we got a lot of clues uh, during the OTAs and mini camps. It, it seemed like that there were days where Tyler Smith was guard, and then there were other days he was tackle. 
Tyron Smith was on the right side and then he was on the left side. Uh, I know talking to people in the organization about Steele that he is, uh, he, uh, you know, usually these uh, these guys coming off a knee injury, they're limited going into the practices and stuff like that. Uh, it seems like to me that they're going to integrate him more into the early part of practices. So hopefully we'll get to see Terrence Steele out there. But I don't think we have a really clear feeling, and I don't think we're going to have a clear feeling in for another month until we get to Oxnard and see exactly, you know, what they're thinking is, uh, you know, is Tyron Smith clearly your left tackle? Is Tyler Smith clearly your left guard? I don't think we're to that point yet, uh, but I know in four weeks' time when we get out there and practice, uh, we'll have a much better understanding of where that's going to be. So when you look at those five, that's that's the guys who are slam dunks. We've got four, maybe five roster spots left uh, for the remaining 10 guys. I, I feel like, Brian, that just given what we've seen from the last couple of years, what we saw during the offseason program, I feel pretty comfortable that their top reserves to them are Matt Willetsko and Matt Farniak. Um, do you think yeah. that those two guys are probably good bets to to have spots here? No, absolutely. I, and I, I, you know, the fact that Farniak, uh, you know, last year opening day, Tampa Bay uh, injury, uh, you know, to McGovern, and then all of a sudden, who was in the game? It was Matt Farniak was in yep. the game, and so to me. I think they like the versatility. I feel like they feel like that Matt Farniak can maybe play all the offensive line positions if they he do. had to. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, Farniak is in this mix. I think that I I I think well let's go is in this mix. Uh I think that it's gonna come down to I think with with Adogba Adogba uh, Adoga Adoga, excuse me. I think with Adoga I think it might come down to him and maybe even Josh Ball. I, you know, I, I, I feel like they're going to protect Awesome Richards and maybe he will be the last guy. So I would put him as the very last guy. But I just – I don't know. Will always does a really good job of protecting himself. If you listen to our broadcast, uh, these podcasts we do, we talk about – I think he did the same thing with Ronald Jones. You get a veteran yeah. player, you put him in the mix. If you know it helps you in those preseason games to have a veteran offensive lineman in there when you're trying to evaluate other players. You don't, you know, you're not. These guys are, you know, they they're going to have opportunities, and you don't want there just to be complete busts on the front of the uh, of the offensive line in these preseason games. But I think with with him, they're looking at it as okay if. None of these, if none of these young guys show up uh, and do well in training camp, I think that's where you'll see Adogba uh, be uh, involved with what what's going on. So let's let's try to, I guess, whittle down some of the cuts. Uh, I, I guess uh, I think the when you just look at, in all likelihood, it's an uphill battle for Earl Bostic. Uh, the I think so. Yeah, Kansas. So well, we'll, let we'll me say something. Yeah. yeah, let me say something real quick, Bobby, about this. And what happens is why. And when you were going through the numbers earlier, and I should have jumped in on this when you talk about keeping eleven or ten these offensive linemen, the offense and defensive linemen are the hardest positions to find during the season. 
you're always going to go heavy at those positions if you have to go one more guy because the likelihood of like if you have an injury then you know you have to go out and get a guy or go uh, poach somebody off a practice squad and it just it just doesn't always work out you're better off carrying extra offense and defensive linemen you know and in the, the Cowboys case the extra offense and defensive linemen might turn into a surplus to where you move on and you can move one of these guys for another for a back or another position, another a linebacker or something yeah. like that that you might need. So always in the in the in the in the team building aspects of everywhere I've ever been, we never really wanted to part ways with these offense and defensive linemen because it was just so hard to find them uh, during the season, like in week five, week seven, week ten. You know when you needed one. When you look at the – so Bostic, you're right. I think that he's somebody that they'd like on the practice squad. He's got tackle guard flexibility. I think that he's somebody that they'd like to have at their disposal. I just don't know that it's enough to keep a roster spot over right. some of these other guys. Alex Taylor, a guy they signed late last year, he does have a little bit of NFL experience, but, I mean, that's somebody that is pretty much tackle specific. I don't know that that's going to win the day when you consider how many of these other guys – are position flexible. Let's look at the centers really quickly behind Biotish. It's Brock Hoffman and Alec Lindstrom. Um, Lindstrom, I know he, he's a little different because he's a left-handed snapping center. That's he is. not very common. He and is. I, last year, there, it felt like there was an issue with snapping to, to rush. And I don't know if that was related to he's left-handed and that's just different. Um, but there was that. Do you think they would like to keep a pure center on the active roster? Or with this number crunch here, do you think they'd say, look, our we, we've got other guys we like. We're just going to have to take the flexibility of Farniak, and that's our backup center. I think that's what they're going to do. I think Farniak's the backup center. Uh, I think they trust him with his ability to play, like I mentioned, all five positions. I'm glad you confirmed that, uh, you know, with how he plays. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think you – know, to me, the thing with Lindstrom, and maybe it's a practice squad situation for him, I physically looked at him. He doesn't look different. You know, usually guys that have been here a year and you put them in the weight room, him, uh, you know, with Josh Ball, guys like that, they just don't physically look different. And that always bothered me when you have a whole year to kind of all you do is, you know, eat right, be in the weight room, get a workout, you know, develop yourself a little bit. I I just don't see a physically a different looking guy here. And I, that bothers me a little bit about him. So we've we've confirmed or we feel like pretty confident about seven of these guys. We've we've made four cuts here. So there's two spots left, maximum three, and we've got four guys, Brian. Yeah. We've got Chuma Idoga, TJ Bass from Oregon, who I know they think really highly of. Yeah. Um, Josh Ball and Awesome Richards. The one thing that stands out to me about these four names, if you really wanted to keep three and say we we've got to keep three then you only have to make one cut. If you have to make one cut, even if they like Bass, do you think they look at it and say, look, Bass here is the only guy who's confined really to just one position. Edoga, Ball, Richards, we can get them to play inside or outside. Yeah, you know, I to me, Bass is really interesting, and, and that's one of those ones – he was in for Martin during. I know, game. I know, and that's and that's what's interesting to me is they thought enough of him to put him in there and take a look at him. This this reminds me of of basically if you and kind of work with me on this one if you will. 
But this reminds me of Ridgeway. You know, all of a sudden you've got a guy that you feel like maybe this guy's got some promise. They drafted Ridgeway, the tackle from Arkansas last year. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you know, this is a guy that I was surprised that went undrafted. I was surprised that Bass went undrafted. And this might be one of those things where all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're one of those teams and you're looking for your 10th offensive lineman. And you're like, well, hell, our grades on him were good enough to draft. They got film on him playing in three preseason games. You know, the Cowboys have to be careful about how much they show him if they really want to protect him and keep him around, if they want to try and get him through waivers. I would kind of think that maybe they would try and keep him instead of keeping a veteran guy. You know what I'm saying there? That, yeah. hey, let's go with, let's go, let's keep three young offensive linemen and see if we can develop uh, all three of them in order because they, they've gotten. Matt Willetsko has gotten better. He, oh, yeah. He's gotten better. The thing that scares me again, too, is the change in the offensive line coach. You know, I mean, I think Joe Philbin actually did a pretty damn good job with these young guys. So I think that, you know, that's the, that's the Mike Solari's mission now or, you know, uh, you know the, the, the assistant line coach job is to make sure that that guys like Awesome Richards and Matt Willetsko and and those guys, Bass, that don't get a lot of work, you know, maybe during the week, can develop uh, in these practices and the opportunities they get running scout team even against a, a, a Cowboy defensive line that we feel like is pretty good. Yeah, and so it, let's assume they do keep Bass. Uh, yeah. If they do, I Maybe think they make that... him a center too. Maybe they cross-train him, you know? Sure. I, I think that if they keep Bass, that means they're keeping ten. So at that yeah, point, you're talking yeah. about you're talking about either cutting a veteran or cutting your fifth round pick, Awesome Richards. So let's let's say they they yeah. keep Bass. Which of Richards, Ball, or Edoga do you think is on the chopping block? I think I would get rid of Edoga if it was me. I, I think I would get move on from him. I, you know, I mean, to me, it I I I know what Edoga is. Okay, yeah. I know my pro department knows what a doga is. I don't. I'm not parting ways with Awesome Richards. I'm sorry. I, I, maybe two years from now we'll all look back and go, "Ah, oh, Broadus, you were wrong about Awesome Richards." You know, they've they've taken these offensive tackles and stuff from these directional schools and you know Northern Illinois and Central Michigans and yeah. Toledo's and Marshalls and all that. This kid played legitimate football at North Carolina, and you watched him play against Clemson and Florida State and Miami and teams with Notre Dame and teams with really good edge rushers, and he more than held his own. And this guy's got really good feet. You talk to people in the organization, all they need to say is he needs to get stronger. Maybe he's the ninth or tenth guy. I am not putting him back out on the street. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. You know, now maybe he'll look like butt when we play. You know, uh, you know, in the training camp and the practices and preseason. But these young linemen, you got to just stick with them. You got to hang with them. You got to make sure that they develop and they get training and they get coaching and they, you know, they understand what they're doing. But there's a reason why they picked Awesome Richards where they did, and I totally agree with what they did there. Totally agree. I think. Uh, man, I, I just funny. I had a chance again. I'm name drop this one. I talked to Will McClay about him. I told Will, I said, 
I said, man, I love Awesome Richards. And Will says, man, we do too. He just needs a little bit more strength training, and you know he'll be better. But the athletic ability, the feet, the length, all those things fit into what they want in an offensive tackle. So as we look at this then, uh, take a look at the offensive line, at least tentatively. This is not a hard and fast rule, but at least tentatively, this is uh, what it sounds like you're looking at, Brian, for the offensive line grouping, that they would keep Tyler Smith, Tyron Smith, Terrence Steele, Zach Martin, Tyler Biotis. Those are your big five up front. Five, yeah. And then your reserves would be Matt Farniak, Matt Willetsko, TJ Bass, Awesome Richards, and Josh Ball. Man, yeah, the, the the Josh Ball is the one that's the the, the question for me. Ballery uh, Doga is really Ballery good. Doga. That's that's where this is going to come down to. I, I think the others, uh, it, it, we'll see what happens with Bass. But man, that's that's a big man, three hundred twenty five pounds. I guarantee you, he was on some people's draft boards, and Dallas fought for him and got him in free agency. And you put somebody out there, a young offensive lineman on the street for waivers to be claimed, uh, you're you're kind of you're you're dancing and they're dancing in the fire a little bit there. Well, and let's let's remember. One very important aspect of this when we're talking about back end of the roster and cuts being made, um, you know, when you talk about TJ Bass and you talk about Awesome Richards and them being in play with Josh Ball uh, or even Chumi Doga, um, remember, Mike Solari, your new offensive line coach, did not pick Josh Ball. We, we know right. he at least had some input on Edoga, Richards, and Bass. Right. And so there's some level of approval there that does not exist for Josh Ball. He may like Ball, but at least we, we know for certain he has given his approval to those three. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, th- these line coaches, it's kind of funny. Uh, Tyler Smith worked out really, really well. And we were hearing that really, that, uh, you know, the previous regime uh, really, you know, was not too high on Tyler Smith. And that seemed yeah. to work out pretty well for them. Exactly. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.